Welcome to the Pub Meeple Podcast with your hosts, Gary, Chuck, Just Brian, and Proper Brian. On episode 29, we talk about insta-buys, impulses, and a little regret. So grab a brew, join us at the pub, and let's talk board games. All right, guys. So uh, back again, man. It feels good to feels good to have the group back together, and uh, looking forward to this episode. As always, we've got to jump in first, though. Let's see what everyone's drinking. I know, uh, actually, Sean, Chuck, you you have a pretty interesting one. Can you tell us a little bit about it? So I have the Blue Owl Brewing Spirit Animal. It's a sour (laughs) LL. Um, I like their sour red L a little better, Um, but this one's pretty good. It's it's really tart. Uh, probably one of the tartest of the, is that a word, of the sours I've had. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using um, it. I like it. You know, uh, I've talked about it before. I'm a little, I've been in the sours lately, so it's a good one. I like the the Blue Owl Brewing Company. I think they make some pretty good sours. I was going to say you'd been on a sour kick, but I think you've been on it a little long, like long enough that it's no longer just like a, a little kick or like a little detour. I mean, you, you love the sours, huh? Yeah, I, I do. I, yeah. I like them. Man, I, I want to, I want to try some more sours. So maybe I, I need to get some recommendations from you. I'm drinking a, um, a German beer at Erdinger. Uh, it's a, it's a wheat beer. It's a Weiss beer. Uh, they're Dunkel. And I, I really think you guys will like it. It's a little, little dark and malty. Found it at my local, my local store. I was just needing a, uh, need another, just a brew that I, uh, wouldn't be too uh too strong or, or you know nothing too light either and and it, it hits the spot for for that what about you guys um i've uh i'm i'm beerless again tonight and but i do have a tea which i'm happy about um it's one of my favorites i don't know if i've mentioned it i've mentioned one similar to this but it's the the twinings uh english breakfast but it has like a, a lemon flavor in it and is yummy and good if you like tea so um i like the english breakfast it's it's kind of a a full, full-bodied tea, I guess you would call it. Uh, it's got uh, like a pretty dense flavor, so it's good stuff. So um, my coworker actually got me uh, a Francis Connor, which is I, I like the wheat beers oh, quite a bit. Very good. And uh, locally, getting getting a, a, a Weiss beer now is uh, at the store. Like this is probably the best that we get in Abilene right now. I I think um, it's probably my s- second or third favorite of the wheat beers, and it's probably the best that you can get um, kind of at the grocery store. So anyway, coworker got it for me. So I thought I'd save it for tonight. And uh, yeah, you have a cool co You have cool coworkers if they're buying you beer. That's, yeah. that's what I thought. It was a, it, it was funny. Uh, I don't, I don't drink Topo Chico, but there was a, a an instance because I got it at work and I asked my supervisor if our HR manager might think this was a Topo Chico and she just kind of rolled her eyes and said, no, keep it closed, buddy. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, you know. Glass bottle. Yeah. yeah. Glass uh, bottle. It's, I just thought it's mineral spirits, dark mineral spirits. Yeah. It's the new Topo Chico flavor. Yeah. It's, Topo it's, Chico uh, wheat. I, I, always wondered, I always wonder that when I'm at work and I open a Topo Chico and you hear the little cap hit the desk and people are like, what, what, are, what is he doing in there? Is he day drinking already? I mean, is he got mm. that, that to that point? Yeah, no, no. Uh, that I, I think you should uh, follow the HR lady's advice, despite what I, you know, I'd love to say, go for it. No, no, I do want to keep my job. I just, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. t- take the edge off of a few phone calls, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's worth a try. Well, hey, so what, uh, what, what, what have you guys been playing, man? I know we've talked a little bit about it, and we, we before we started recording, we had a, we, we mentioned a few things we were playing, but uh, anyone want us to kick off? Like, what, what have you guys been playing lately? I guess I'll go first. Most of my gaming has been with my kids. Obviously, we've been yeah. stuck inside, and I haven't gotten to see a, a gaming group in person in a while. Um, but I uh, really enjoyed playing games with my kids, and I'm really seeing them, uh, especially the two older ones, really kind of come into their, uh, I don't know, gaming, <laughs> I guess you might say. Uh, I had them... They've been wanting to play Forbidden Desert for a while after they heard me talk about it. And so I had them read the rule book. And I told them, I said, if you set this up, if you read the rules, uh, I will play it with you. 
and uh, they set it up and we, I went there and we, as I was teaching them the game, they were kind of piping in and, and mentioning, Oh, what about this? What about that? That they had written or that they had read from the rule book. So it was a lot of fun to watch them uh, do that. We've, we've played several other games too. Uh, I, I believe I mentioned stuff fables last time. Uh, still, yeah. man, that game is so good. Um, and then some little games like sushi go and, and uh, patchwork but mostly gaming with the family and it's been good. Very cool. How about yourself, just Brian? So a lot of the gaming I've been doing has been online. Uh, some with you guys, um, Gary and I are actually in the middle of a game of Twa with a buddy of mine from Germany on board game arena. You're going to go down. <laughs> I feel like I, I've, uh, I've not played this, this, <laughs> this time as well, but we're doing that. And I've just been playing on board game arena. Uh, mostly I've done a, a little bit with the kids uh, this month, but we have kind of backed off just for schedule reasons. We've been doing a lot of different stuff, but uh, as far as uh, probably the last games that I've been playing with the kids, we've been doing some abstract games here at the house, teaching them uh, impede. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of impede. Hmm. The the game is really terrible looking, uh, <laughs> as far as as far as component wise and uh, and all that. But it's very very simple. It's usually the first abstract game I'll teach kids. Uh, usually they can pick it up at five years old. It's super simple. But it's also one of those that I, I can break out with me and my dad around the campfire and we could play a dozen rounds in thirty minutes. So um, so we kind of do that a little bit today as well and just you know. That's, what about that's you, cool, Gary? Man, I have been playing a ton of Pokemon trading card game. Yeah. <laughs> not, my, not my first choice, but my youngest daughter, who is 10 now, which it still feels weird saying that, was given an intro set for her birthday back in February. And she was like, hey, Dad, I want to play this. And I'd kind of played it with two of my older kids had gotten into it briefly. And at the time, I was like, thankfully, they didn't really, it didn't really take. Because, you know, I, I like trading card games but man they you know they they can uh to really get into them there's a lot of investment there time and money anyways long story short we've been holding uh like there's a couple of weeks there we had like uh Rhodes family tournaments but there's only two players but you know like I'm keeping track of the score like the uh the wins and dad fronted a small prize for for you know the the winner which which was mostly predetermined but I mean I still gave it a good shot uh, I will say this: it's it's fun playing her in a game where she holds her own. Um, you know, I I don't really hold punches, you know, pull punches or anything. I I try to play the best of my ability, and um, you know, it's 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 fun watching her be challenged, and then when she wins, or like when a a combo she tries, you know, comes off. You, you know, seeing that like look in her face, where she's like, "Yeah, you know, I took out your Pokemon," and I just feel silly saying all the names, man. You know, like I'm I'm like. Um, uh, <laughs> My Pikachu's gonna destroy your uh, Gronky or something. There's one called a Gronky or something, a Grookey. And like every time I say it, I'm like, I don't laugh because it's gonna hurt her feelings. But um, yeah, I, so I've been playing a ton of Pokemon and then uh, online games, man. I, with our friend Jeff, um, I've been playing via tabletop simulator. I've been playing Blitz Bowl, which is awesome. I taught him how to play Space Hulk, which was awesome. And then he went like uh, worked on a mod and like added his own Jeff touches to it. And now it's even better than, than the original guy made it. So yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing, but yeah. Uh, how about you, Chuck? So my son just had his sixth birthday and I decided to get him a uh, crossfire <laughs> old school. Oh yeah. Game <laughs> crossfire. <laughs> so it's uh just shooting marbles and trying to get these little spinny disc things across to the other side it's uh brought back a lot of childhood memories but uh, yeah, yeah what kid from the 90s you saw that commercial didn't want crossfire that's all i gotta say that is the most exciting commercial i've ever seen when i saw you got it i was still a little jealous well i saw it at target and i was like this this is great and and to uh, bring this nostalgia even a little higher, my parents got him one of those old school electric race car tracks where it's like the, the black tracks and you have the little guns that you shoot and the cars go around and fly off because you, you know, probably shooting the gun too far. You ever have any of those or is that just me? I don't know. Anyway. No, I've had those. Those little, yeah, the little trigger, those little triggers, right? That you pull yeah. and yeah, and they like, never yeah. see the tracks. And they're yeah, still on the track. So. They're always like uh, projectile weapons. <laughs> <laughs> you go around the loop and it just shoots yep. across the room. Yeah. But uh, yeah. 
anyway yeah so the it's like bringing my childhood to my child it was great <laughs> that's pretty cool dude that's a great thing to do to bring your childhood to your child i mean how how awesome is that uh that's that's amazing and uh when we can get a game night in uh, can we ask him if we can borrow his copy of crossfire <laughs> like i totally want to play it. it's been years I have, sure. I have a question so is it as cool as we remember it from being kids that's the question like as kids it was like whoa you know it's like you feel like you're doing these amazing things and <laughs> does it feel like that you, still- <laughs> you get to shoot a lot of stainless steel balls yeah. at the other person basically you just pew, pew, pew. i don't cool. know any other game approved for children where you shoot stainless steel balls in their general direction mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they don't really fly off the. Right, I know, but that's cool. Still, yeah, still, it's a good time. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, let's let's uh, with with the you know that's that's the ending was shooting stainless steel balls at other children. (laughs) Let's let's (laughs) let's move on uh, to our our (laughs) night. So for our main topic tonight, uh, we're going to talk about insta buys and impulse buys. Kind of uh, just discuss a little bit of like our take on that kind of games that were that fit into each category for us. And uh, there may be some regret, there may not. Maybe it all ends up ends up happily. We'll we'll find out here uh, shortly. Uh, Shuck, you'd kind of um, had a good definition of each for us uh, when we were kind of planning this episode. Want to go ahead and get us um, kicked off with a, a definition of those terms? Yeah, sure. Uh, so an Insta buy is a game that's uh, where where you purchase a game that's triggered by some sort of experience or like some particular thing about the game. Maybe it's a publisher or designer uh, that you trust or something of that nature. Uh, you read up on the rules and you you know it's a game that you're really gonna like. So that's kind of an Insta buy. Probably usually mostly triggered by um, like a gaming experience. You play a game. You really love it, and then you immediately turn around and you go buy it. So that that's more of like an, an Insta. On the impulse buys, those are more of like the massive group hype, um, Kickstarter type, um, you know, or, or or like a moment of weakness type situations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never have um, those. No, no. I, I also have here the uh, like a highly regarded person suggests a game. Maybe you know nothing about it, but you for some reason you're scrolling through the cool stuff and you're like, Oh, I want that game. And that, that's kind of like an impulse, which probably again, moment of weakness is usually how those tend to happen for me at least. Uh, would, so. would um, trusting a designer without knowing much about a game, would that not be more of an impulsive kind of thing? I mean, it's, it's not like you have an experience with that particular game itself yeah. or. I feel like it could kind of like teeter on either or kind um, of a kind of skirting the line of either maybe yeah because you have you, something that you know about maybe something you don't really know about the game but maybe something about what it could be and and i'm going to talk about some of those because uh, i want to say like early uve and later uve are not really the same animal oh no and no, you true. might you might insta buy um you know feast for odin because you're thinking about agricola but is that really insta buying at that point, or I think if you bought it just based off of hey designer, yeah, to me, at least that would fall in that category I, for me. I, I, th- okay. I think another, I think another thing that helps with the insta buy is is something that you've methodically thought about. Like, so it's something, maybe it is something you don't have a lot of information about the game in particular, but you've thought it through. You've you've read a few of the rules. You've looked up a little bit of information. And you're not just like clicking the buy now button because you so saw you, you've and, thought about it for more than yeah. you know half a day or whatever or whatever yeah, I, that threshold is. I, I found right. that a lot of those two uh, happen to be uh, things like um, pre-orders, like stuff you're anticipating coming, like that you heard about. Well, we we can get into some of my games that are like that, but that's how, how some of my insta buys happened. Was um, it was like. I know this game's coming. I'm excited about it, and I've done my research on it. And then, as soon as it's available to pre-order, I hit the button. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, let's let's start off. Like, what what's been a what's been an instant buy for you? For me, um, the yeah. first one that I listed was kind of what I think what most people go through in this situation is where you play a game and then you almost immediately turn around and buy it. And this was at um, the um, the the San Angelo uh, Convention. Uh, the, the what is it? I've already forgotten the name of that West one. Texas Tabletop Con. Yeah, there you go. Um, I played uh, Seven Wonders Duel with our friend Jeff, and I fell in love with that game and immediately turned around and got it because it was amazing. And as a two-player game, um, I think that's you know fills a nice niche in my collection that I can play you know at home very easily. I don't have to get a big group together or anything. And so it, it was again. I'm, I thought about it. You know, I, I, it was a game that I wanted to get, even though I'd only played it one time. So. That's funny. I almost listed this as an insta buy because you brought it over. I think one New Year's evening, uh, you know, where it's just you and me playing two player games. And um, the only reason why I didn't list this one as an insta buy was because I just didn't buy it right away. You know, like we played the one time I wanted to buy it right away, and then I went maybe six months, maybe almost a year, thinking about it, always thinking, oh, I should eventually pick that up, and then I did. Um, so, but but I'd only played it once at that time. And it's, it, you're right. It's that great. You know, it was on my mind for that long. Yeah. So I, I can list one now that's in that same category of uh, kind of like during a first play or after or immediately after a first play. <laughs> during, you actually got it oh. before you finished. I've got, uh, I have I one. I think I remember this one. Did you play with us? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. Oh, so, wait, I know. Yeah. So he had it in his Amazon shopping cart before we finished it. So, um, is I actually green? have two. I actually have two like this. So one of them is Red Seven. I don't know. If Red you Seven. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Red Seven. Yeah. That was That's that was the, the one that I, I ordered of. while we were playing the game. I was just like, man, <laughs> because it, it was one of those that the price was right, you know, kind of thing. It, it's it's inexpensive. I'm really enjoying playing it, and so I, I go ahead and and take the plunge. Yeah. And uh, the other one that's like that is uh, uh, Dragon Castle, which I played with with uh, Just Brian here recently uh we were in the middle of the first game of it and i went ahead and added it to my amazon cart <laughs> and uh <laughs> neither I, one I, of those are the ones i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna say iris gauge oh that's well that's another one <laughs> <laughs> see but i feel like iris Boy, gauge you got through the entire game before you impulsively bought it that's kind of how right i was kind of delineating like is that really an insta buy i mean you got I, really excited about it I bought Irish I mean, Gage like a few, it was, a, it was, I think it was a couple of weeks or maybe a week yeah, after yeah. Like, or the next week or something like that. But um, with both Dragon Castle and Red 7, it was like basically during the game. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, what triggers most of my Insta buy habits is, uh, and I mean, I hate, to, I hate that I, I want to say I don't do that, but I, I most definitely do is a lot of it's like the designer or um, maybe the publisher. So I have designers or publishers that when I get that newsletter that lists, you know, Oh, Hey, so-and-so's got the game. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, it's in my cart already. I don't know if I've read the rules yet. Oh, I've already. So um, the last one I did uh, was, um, was on Mars. So uh, when I heard it was coming out, I love the designer, love the artist. Uh, Eagle Griffin has been killing it. It was a little pricey, but I went ahead and backed it like that first day. Um, I didn't really have to read the rules. I, I felt solid enough, like even though that was a pretty expensive game, I felt solid enough, like making that decision. Like, hey, my like, I'm not, I'm rolling the dice for that. The odds are in my favor, you know, that I'm going to get something I like. So for me, that was that was um, the most recent impulse buy, or I'm sorry, insta buy I had. I was like, I saw it, and I was like, you know, I'm going to buy. I'm it, a game by Vitalis Red is almost always going to be at least on my interest list. And I just said, you know what? Let's go ahead and buy that one. So, yeah, that was that was uh, one of my most my most recent ones. So I think uh, thinking about the best Insta buy I've ever had, it was uh, over at Jared's. I had no idea what we we're about to play. It's another one of those where we started playing a game, and I really didn't have any interest in playing it. And uh, I was halfway through my second uh, round of coup when I realized um, mm -hmm. I got to get my hands on this game as soon as possible. Um, and so, and that game has never left my top 10. I don't believe, I think it was still in my top 10 last year. Um, I think, but it's, it's, it's steadily, it, it stayed really high in my esteem, um, ever since I very first played it. 
And I was there for that night. That's awesome. Were you there that night? I was there. That oh night. man, it was such a fantastic night. There's this—I can't remember his name now—but he was—he was a—he was, uh, was only here for a few game nights, and uh, and I totally the way I do in a lot of these bluffing games or these auction games, I totally just acted like I was the man at the table, and uh, ended up getting lucky that night and winning. And he wanted to see my cards after he folded, and I was like, "Man, you didn't pay for that." And I quickly shuffled them back in. <laughs> I mean, it was just like one of those like I felt like Maverick, you know, for, uh, Mel Gibson and Maverick. I just felt really good. That's um, awesome. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah, no, but no, yeah. I, and and um, but that was based on just like one night's one night's version of worth of play. And of course, I could I didn't insta buy it necessarily like like Brian Casey where I got it in my cart before I was done. But uh, that weekend I picked it up. So, what what about you, Chuck? Um, so another one kind of goes off of what you're saying, Gary. Um, I've gotten to a point now where, and it's obviously not nearly as expensive, but anytime I see those little mint 10 games uh, by the 524 good. labs, so they're like 10 bucks on Kickstarter. Yeah. And I, at this point, it's almost kind of like a, a collection thing for me. And mm. all of them have been fairly good. Uh, yeah. they're, they're not like, you know, the greatest games in the world, but they, they stick to the mechanisms that they uh, say that they're going to do and they do it fairly well. And um, so, yeah, I've pretty much, well, I have bought all of them at this point. So I'm waiting on two of them. From <laughs> that, that's a good set to kind of insta buy though because your history with them like i played a few of those with them, with you and they tend to be pretty good for what they are they don't tend to overstay their welcome for sure yeah that that's a man that's actually a really good series though um i remember playing um i think it was spy with you and then there was another one that i really liked. Well, that's, I that's a be... that was a paco game oh i'm sorry i'm thinking well, same kind of idea though like the, yeah. the smaller small. games yeah Oh, the Mintworks games are even better, though, right? Yeah. So they, they, uh, it's the 524 Labs that, that puts these on. Um, Mintworks, I think, is the first one. Okay. It's, it's always meant something. I will say, you, you guys mentioned um, mentioning Irish Gage earlier. That was kind of uh, um, an insta-buy for me. Just when I, when I heard about it, I was, I was interested in it. But I, kind of uh, in that vein, uh, you, I probably talked to you guys about it in our um, – in our Slack channel, but I went ahead um, when I heard that uh, Rio Grande Games was was going to reprint a Golf Mobile in Ohio, which is another Winsome game, and I've been on kind of a Winsome Games Cube Rails games uh, kick the past year or so. I got really excited about it, and I went and started researching it, and then come to find out there are a lot of uh, all the hardcore fans that already played the original version, or or fans that were just interested in it, um, were disappointed in the art, and so they actually like they on BGG in the forum, you know, they were mostly polite, but they were telling, you know, Rio Grande that, you know, like, Hey, if you want to sell more of these, this game, you know, you've, you've got to try to up your art game, you know, uh, Capstone just came out with Irish gauge, you know, and, and, you know, they were trying to do it in a polite way. Well, um, I wrote it down here. This guy's name is uh, Ken Hill. He's with Rio Grande games. He, he got involved in the forum and he was actually, all right, you know, we'll take it back to the drawing board. He hired Todd Sanders, who, who's an excellent artist. They kind of went back, to to the drawing board as far as art and graphic design are concerned and then he came back and represented it to the community and i counted as insta buy i didn't buy it right then because it wasn't available to to pre-order at that moment but i went to our local game store and asked um within a couple of days asked the owner to, to put that on my list and it's actually i would have already had it in my hands but with with everything you know manufacturing and, and uh, distri- or i'm sorry the distribution networks kind of I get from what I take, uh, some of these distributors are closed. So I haven't got it yet, but I kind of count as an insta buy because as soon as I saw that he was willing to listen to the the fans and, and it's, it's not that expensive a game. I, I kind of went, I re- I respected the company and, and the, and him as a rep for the company. So I went ahead and I mean, I was already leaning towards it and that immediately there. I was like, man, I, I love what they've done. They listened to the community. I went ahead and, and decided, you know, I want to give them my money there. Well, Gary, um, you, you mentioned kind of following a designer before. Um, I want to say I had no interest in the theme or even what I saw about Mombasa. I got it purely on designer alone after I'd already been kind of a Fister fanboy um, playing Oh My Goods and Great Western Trail. And, um, and everybody, of course, watching 
YouTube reviewers and Paul Groger and talk it up. Um, and, and so I don't know, I was reluctant to get it. And I know that's not necessarily the same as like this Insta buy concept, but it's, it's, this, it's this idea of I felt compelled to do so, not impulsively either. And it's probably one of the best purchases I've made to date. So is that, is that fall into this category at all? Or did I just want to throw Alexander Fister in our conversation somehow? Hey. We get we got Mombasa and Alexander Fister in our conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending you some money via PayPal right now. Great, great. Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Did I force that in? Was that too yeah. forced? No, no. It's, I think it, I think it well, because you're talking about following well. a designer, and and you know, like if, maybe you don't know a lot about a designer, but you like the game he got. Uh, I kind of went on faith, you know, that this was going to be a great game, even though I didn't really have any. Um, any pull towards it other than who made it and, and what people were saying about it. And uh, I felt like it was at least worth the, the uh, sell to, to try it out, you know? Yeah. What any other kind of Insta buys or do you guys want to kind of talk, move on uh, to talking about some other, I, I got one more that I, yeah, that yeah, I've got that some I, more too. that I, I, I saved the best one for last. On my okay. List, ooh, ooh, I want to know. Um, so this was back when I was still watching, uh, reviews daily. Like I was, I was still trying to figure out exactly what kind of gamer I was. And so I was constantly on dice tower watching every single review that they had. Um, and this really funky looking board mat game with the, it wasn't very like extremely pretty, but I started watching the mechanisms and, and then all this engine building started happening. And well, Deus was uh, a game that I got extremely excited about just from the review that I watched. Mm -hmm. So I immediately called the local game store, had them put it on order and like went over as soon as it came in and it is my favorite game. Uh, And so it was, it was an Insta buy, I guess I don't want to put it on impulse simply because I did watch the review and looked into the game, but uh, it, it, it was an immediate thing for me. Like I, I knew that I was going to love that game as soon as I yeah. saw it. Um, and it's and pretty it was awesome. A, it's a great purchase. <laughs> See, still, I guess I'm still game. fuzzy on this because it still sounds very impulsive to me. But, but um, I watched. I watched just because all you end the, up just because you watched a few reviews and you end up really loving it. I mean, that still sounds impulsive. Hey. Like it. Would, but I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to clarify our terms here because. Um, well. I, I understand. It kind of seems the, to me like there needs to be some kind of some kind of experience involved with it, right? To I be understood like, the I rules. I'm buying that. Yeah, I don't know. I so my next one will fall into this category too. And so me and me and Chuck can be on the same team. Um <laughs> hey, great, great two to one. That's that's yeah. fair. And so uh <laughs> and you guys will remember this one. This was back when I wasn't buying very many games. And oh, I missed uh, I missed the Kickstarter on it. Uh, also, I, sounds really impulsive, by the way. Because I just, because I just didn't see it. And um, <laughs> anyway, but after after the Kickstarter, I saw, I was like, wow, that looks really cool. And so I went out and I read the rule book. Um, I actually summarized the rules and created the games, the rule summary before I even bought it. Um, but I did. Uh, I watched as many reviews out there as I could find. I um, so I, I felt like I was educated on the game. And then when it was finally available to to pre-buy again, like after the Kickstarter campaign, I, I went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. And that's uh, anachrony. I don't know if y'all remember me buying that game, but oh, I, I, remember. I yeah. spent a lot of time like getting to know the rules and uh, watching gameplay stuff. And so even though I hadn't played it yet, I still feel like it was something that was like, yes, I know I'm getting this. I know I'm going to like it. And I, pull the trigger as soon as that pre-order was available see see i agree with what you just said brian sean did you make a rules reference for days uh i have you didn't I, what, what? No, what no no <laughs> <laughs> i was just curious i'm just messing with you no i i agree brian i think i think uh that is actually a really good example of an insta buy because i mean how many how many of us have that story where we we missed out on um either the kickstarter or we missed out on um it Russian railroads before it's never available again. And we know never. that it's, yeah, right. And we know that it's something that we would buy if we can get our hands on it. By the yeah. time you bought it though, I mean, you spent a lot of time dwelling on it. 
You know, right. it's like one of those things that you already bought in your mind. You're just yeah. waiting to actually purchase it. That's a great way to and say I think, it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, that's, that's, that's kind of where I want to like, um, kind of draw the line here is there is, um, something going on that really pulls you towards it. And, um, and Sean, I think, is unique in that he can read a rule book and probably do that better than most of us. And so it makes sense to me that Deus works for him. Um, for me, I needed the experience of Deus more than the rule book and the and you know because there's really nothing else that pulls you in but that experience. And it is a great game. So yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I think uh, well, I, I feel like maybe I side settle more with with Sean there, where some of these games I. Um, I mean, it was almost a blind buy for me. I just knew certain certain elements of it were good, or I'd seen a review, or I heard about it, and someone explained it to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, you'd really like this game. It's got, I don't know, bidding in it, and it does this and that. And I'm like, ooh, 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 you know? And then, you know, I, I look it up or, or you know, and it, it's not too – it's either I buy it that day or, or within a short amount of time. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 I've got to have it. So I don't think you necessarily have to have much experience for the game. To that, to, to, to kind of I got, instant, I got one. I got one counter argument. Sean got me excited and told me all about Relic Runners. That's <laughs> you know all I'm gonna I say. Am. That's all I'm you gonna say. What? I'm you done with. I'm done. After you know, <laughs> after looking into it more, I never purchased it. <laughs> you know somebody else impulse purchased it when I no said no. I was going off of a trusted review of a person who read the rules, and then I read briefly. You know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. This changes a whole lot for me. All right. (laughs) Where's the line? It's pretty gray in here, isn't it? Yeah. So it is kind of gray there. So, so, okay. So, so tell us what would, what would be an impulse buy for you? Tell us one game that's been an impulse buy in your, in your collection. Have we done Um, it yet? Yeah. Sean said it's one that you just had a moment of weakness. Yep. That's it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah pretty much. Well, that's kind of like how I buy beer. I mean, I just look at all of them until I decide which one, uh, which one am I taking home? Okay, that one. You know? Insta buy is a moment of weakness. It's like that was amazing, and then I don't have the money. Insta buy. That's a moment of weakness. No, I don't know. Insta buy uh, is when I'm talking about it, and Brian puts it in his uh, shopping cart. Yeah, yeah, my list is long. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I will say this: there were when I first got into gaming, like. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like you, I'd, I'd hang out with you and Sean and you guys would be like, have you guys ever heard of this game? And like mentally I'm making a list and I would go and like I'd order that game. Like I wouldn't even know anything else about the game. I'd be like, well, well Sean, well, Shuck and, Shuck and Brian said it was amazing. And you know, nine times out of 10, it was amazing. You know, so I got to give you guys, you I guys think, have a good taste. I think earlier on in your, your board gaming career, can we call it a career? Sure. A hobby, whatever. Um, I think you make more impulse buys during that time. Oh yeah, because you don't know really what you're looking for. Yep, and uh, you don't and you you don't have anything to uh, like compare it against either. So it's just like I get that. I'm not sure that's impulsive though. I mean, it could be it could be just as informed just because your tastes change over time. Like the, those early games were still the way I felt about those then is how I feel about the games that I'm making uh, more educated decisions on today. So I don't know that I would call those impulsive. I would, I would think those are still insta buys just for someone who doesn't have as much experience. I think, uh, I think for me, those, those were impulse buys because I didn't even, I wasn't even considering it a hobby at that point. Like when I bought Catan, it was like, Mm, it's on a website that and it's ranked ranked number one on this website. I'm going to, I'm going to get it. Right. But, but, but that doesn't mean it's impulsively buying is when we kind of use that term, it's not just buying without information. It's buying regardless of, you know, what that fix is going to, or what that's going to provide. So so my, my big lump uh, uh, impulse buy to move this along is um, Kickstarter in general. Um, I agree. So especially, especially when they start doing stretch goals and then, like well you can add this on and you can add this on and you can add this and you just keep adding things um zombie side was one of my first experiences with that because i wanted the base game i knew about it i knew it had a better theme than the original uh but then they started coming out with all these little extra factions and things and i just started buying them all up and you know what i still haven't played any of those extra factions i've only ever played the base game and that to me is an impulse that's an impulse buy 
That's a good um, one. That's a good example. But you knew, but you knew you were going to like the game. Like I you, did. You studied it enough, and you 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 saw the original. Yeah, and, well, he said and the I expansions were impulse. Yeah, a lot of the expansions, and some of the mm-hmm. expansions changed some things, and so those were uh, a lot of times. You the, the very first one I was buying just so that we could increase the you know the amount that the Kickstarter was going for, so that we could hit the next stretch goal. It's like, oh, I'll just dump an extra twenty dollars, and and then everybody's like, wait, there's another one. Let's put another twenty in, and everybody do it now, and it got really out of hand. Um, I learned a lot from that Kickstarter. <laughs> what not to do i think a lot of you mentioned like how how a lot of your when you first get into games you have a lot a lot of your games are impulse buys because you don't know a whole lot about those games and i used to um back when shortly after i kind of really got into gaming with you guys i would um i would have to travel to a nearby town almost pretty much daily for work it was about a uh, about 85 miles one way and so one of my indulgences was sometimes as I was traveling across town, I had to drive all, all over town uh, was like on the end of, at the end of the day, on my way out of, on my way out of town or towards the last job, I would, um, I would stop by a game store in San Angelo, which this is the town I was in and uh, it's called specialty. So if you happen to be in San Angelo, Texas, and, and you hear this and you haven't been to specialties, uh, I, I'm assuming there is, is a, as delightful a store as they, as they always have been, or as they were back then. But that owner had a really neat, nice collection of games uh, for sale. And uh, I would buy, I would just stop by. And sometimes I would just kind of impulse buy. I probably shouldn't have, but I was tired and frustrated, at, you know, at the end of the day, maybe. And I was like, I really want a game to play this weekend. It was typically on Fridays. And so there were several times, where I, several months where I bought a couple of those games, you know, and I, I didn't really know what I was getting into. And one of them I think of is, is Bang, because I'd heard some people tell me Bang was, was cool. Um, I might, you know, maybe just heard some people in our game group or whatever. And it was a pretty good little game, but I realized like really quickly, like it wasn't for me. And I'd already, I bought it in like an expansion or some promo set they had there. And uh, yeah, so for me, there was a little regret there. I mean, I don't, but it also kind of helped inform. Like I, I knew after that, I was like, well, I probably won't like anything exactly like Bang, you know? But yeah, so for me, it was just kind of an impulse. I went in there and, ooh, shiny, looks cool. I could play with the family boom bought the game and i mean i didn't even do any research just bought on the spot so that's that's one for me like that's that's a total impulse buy for me yeah i think that fits into that uh highly regarded hype type situation yeah where it's you hear about it all the time and so you see it and then you want to get it yeah so i can tag on to that then um my i guess the first impulse buy that i'll mention is uh root and it's a game that was on Kickstarter. I actually didn't know really. I saw it, but I didn't really pay much attention. I wasn't paying a lot of attention to games on Kickstarter at that point. And then we went to uh, Criticon, and everybody had a copy there in their bag. I saw it like everywhere. It's, it felt like this. everywhere. And I was like, man, I really, ah, I wish I had, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then I asked Gary, or no, Gary mentioned that uh, that he could still tag on to i don't know if you didn't did you did you back it but no i the thing i did like on the uh, the one dollar you know right. backer level right and, and then so, i decided i wouldn't i didn't i didn't want to spend the money at the time yeah right and so i you said that you could just you know uh put it on your pledge for me i was like yes <laughs> you know like right then like while we were standing i, I remember we were standing at the top of a staircase at criticon <laughs> and i had seen a, a seen it in a bunch of bags I was like yep yep get it right now so Hey, props to the graphic designer for for the you know the logo because that really brought yeah the, proper the, Brian into well uh, that box art really brought him in. I, I was really happy to help you because I was like, well, now I can play root because my friend yeah. has it and the and the peer pressure. Yeah, so it's one of those. It's one of those. I don't regret it, but it's one of those that is it's a little harder to get to the table, and so it's, it it just kind of sits on the shelf. It's a fan. I, I love the game. It's fantastic, but uh, it's harder to play. Harder to get to the table anyway. That was like the it was like the group hype, and then all of a sudden there it was. <laughs> what about you, just Brian? Yeah, the first one I'll talk about is is actually also a Kickstarter. It's one that I still regard pretty highly, but I didn't know a lot about it at the time. And that's Zaya Legends of the Drift System. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I wow. really felt like yep. um, what that game was, what what I ended up getting, or what I ended up getting after I pledged for it. 
which was a great game. I still really like it. It's a little different than um, what I thought it was going into pledging for it. I thought I was going to get like some kind of dungeon crawler on a, on a, in, in space, on a space map with spaceships. And uh, I ended up getting something very different, more of a pickup deliver, more of a, a sandbox open system. But, um, but I was still very pleased. But, but just kind of, as well as things when I saw it and I saw the pretty ships and I saw this kind of uh, moving things around on the map, I felt like it was one different than anything I'd had in my collection and two, something I just really had to have in my collection. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, still love the game, uh, but it, but I, I kind of categorize it as an impulse because of my reason for buying it. Uh, it didn't have anything to do with mechanics. It didn't have anything to do with gaming taste. It just had to do with this thing looks awesome, yeah. you know. And Ooh, so I really want, yeah. And I really just, and and I'm very still very happy. I still have it. So yeah, definitely. That, that's a good one. That's honestly, that, that's a there's an impulse buy win right there. We all need a few. Which are them. rare. I mean, to be honest, I look at my list of impulse buys, and that's the only good story. Yeah, I don't have too you many know. good stories. So. Other than like the first ones that you guys introduced me to, I still have some of those. And then after that, it seems like mostly a down, a downhill uh, story there. So I got another category of impulse for y'all: sales. So ooh, ooh, I bought. Let's go. I bought a Small World a couple years ago because it's a good game. I like it, but it's not one that's ever been like super high on my to buy list. And to be honest, it's been sitting on my shelf unplayed. But it was like 50 to 60% off. And I, I couldn't help myself. Like I hit the add to cart button faster than I could think. <laughs> like that is an impulse to me. Because yep. <laughs> it was just, I, I couldn't control myself. It was like, ooh, pretty, oh. sell. <laughs> well, do you remember whenever I was having a conversation with Shuck, and this is actually on my impulse list, and I was like, I need 20 more bucks to get free shipping. <laughs> you know what what do i get and he's like well this game called champions of midgard and i was like "Ooh, what is that all about and he just briefly described it as a worker placement where you fight with dice i'm like yeah and so i just put it on cool stuff so i can get the free shipping and that's the only reason why i bought it and <laughs> that's so when when i think awesome. impulse when i think impulse buys that is exactly the moment that i think of yeah it was very <laughs> impulsive oh i mean i got excited about it too so it wasn't just oh give me some fodder to put in my bag i wanted something good and he got me excited about it like that was probably the most exciting purchase i made in that cart um and yeah over time it's it's cold now like i don't i don't own it anymore if that tells you what i think about the game um but it's it just it was, it was extremely excited about it tried to maintain excitement and then over time um yeah that that initial excitement just wore off and yeah i when i think of impulse buys i actually didn't realize that this game was kind of an impulse buy until i started kind of doing a little uh little self-examination for the uh for the podcast here soul searching yeah so i was um i was looking back at my list of games and i was like just just how did i get my copy of agricola and then i remember that um oh a few years five six years back maybe more i uh i'd seen on bgg on their their hot deals forum that uh barnes and noble was having a big sale and a lot of games were discounted heavily like 75 percent and i um i asked a friend of mine who was living in midland where i'd, I'd moved from Midland. i just moved i moved back to abilene and they still had a barnes and noble and i was like hey um you know could could you pick up some games for me i'll send you the money and just next time i'm i'm in town or you're in town will you will you bring them and uh, I was like, kind of looking at like what they had available and, and he sent me some pictures and I was like, Oh, that Agricola game. I don't know, man. I mean, farming sounds kind of boring, but I've heard some people like say really good things about it. And I was like, he's like, it was like $14 or something. I was like, yeah, I just added it in the cart, you know, Whoa, and I, I'll like, uh, I'll pay you back for it. I was like, if it's no good, I'll just trade it. And so he that's gave a, it to me. Yeah. That, that's a win right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. And so like, I forgot that's how I got that game. I, my friend Raphael brought it to me a month later with some other, you know, that and I, think I got a pandemic expansion, some other game I can't even remember. I think I turned around and gave it to my brother-in-law or something. And, um, but I mean, I would have paid much more for Agricola had I known how good it was. But the time I was just like, ah, oh, people say that's good. And, you know, it, it's a game I should try because so many people like it. And I mean, it was literally just like, I'm just basically wanted, I had some money and I wanted to spend it on a sale. Kind of like what you're talking about, Sean. And and now here, it's one of my favorite games. So it, it's, 
Uh, I had forgotten all about that until we started talking about this podcast. To piggyback off of that one sec, um, after we played your copy of that, uh, as soon as the new edition came out, it was almost an insta-buy for me. It didn't take long for me to add that. Yeah, you got card. it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, man, the, the cheapness of games – and I, I hadn't thought about the free shipping thing, but that's caused me to do it too. But uh, going to the cheap, it's like, I remember hearing a, a, about a game mentioned on a podcast. It was really briefly. It was like one of those things where, hey, I played this game. It's like, oh, that sounds interesting. And so I just went and looked on uh, on Amazon and the game was like $18 right then. And uh, that's Serenissima. That's how I got Serenissima. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Yep. And that's funny. That's an impulse buy for you because that was an insta buy for me after right. you played it with me. Right. That was, yeah. it was, it was totally an impulse buy. I was like, that's, oh, yeah. Totally Boom. meta right there. Like, uh, like I heard it on a podcast, went and looked at it. It was like 18 or 20 bucks and I and picked it up right then. So <laughs> those cheap games get you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one I picked up, picked up kind of in a similar vein, like you're talking about is um, some, again off like a bgg forum someone linked to a, an amazon sale of like uh, queen games and every like once a year they queen games will have these sales and i don't know how anyone's making any money um they're selling games like dirt cheap and i think i got a i think i got chicago express for ten dollars and it was like oh wow. I mean, I, i've heard like Dang. people like this game i've heard like some people and like it sat on my shelf for a year and a half but i didn't feel bad because i was like i only paid 10 bucks for it and i got some other game i liked with it and then like like a year and a half, two years later, I was like, you know, I really should like just play that game. And I played it with my kids and I was like, whoa, there's really something here. And that kind of started a whole lot of, uh, that kind of started a little bit of a, a journey for me. That started an Insta buy journey for you. Yeah. Like where cube rails, <laughs> your one impulse buy became cube rails Insta buy from there yeah, on out. Right? No, from now on, like, so, I'm like, uh, if I see one of those, I'm, I'm like, I gotta buy it. Yeah. For, for a very long time on Kickstarter, that was my, impulse weakness was ten dollar games oh yeah. I, man i bought a ton of those that i don't have anymore <laughs> yeah. oh. i don't know why that, that was when i realized i needed to just not look at kickstarter every single day i and, think we all have <laughs> have some games that are like a, taking a pepperweight i got a, a kind of a lumped situation for impulse buys I, i've gotten to a point now where i have a couple games that i really like um, and anytime they have like a faction or new expansion that comes out, I pretty much buy it without even looking at it. Uh, oh yeah, I can get that. The uh, originally that started with the Carcassonne, where I just bought up everything, and we've talked about that before. But like Nirishima Hex is uh, a, I mean, I, a faction comes out, I buy it as soon as I can. Uh, Smash up, um, uh, King of Tokyo, even uh, it's just I can't help myself. Like it becomes a collector thing for me almost. so almost and the collection itself becomes the impulse or the yes. impetus the impetus to buy mm-hmm. i think like it's I just, helped I it all because you know you like the base game so i mean it's an it's a pretty easy jump to go well i'll probably like the expansion right well, I mean, with, you love the with, base game so much with like Nirishima hex they're real cheap they're like seven or eight dollars for the expansion uh that helps um but for those i mean the factions are completely different they're, none of them are the same so you never know what exactly they're going to do and I'm not really taking the time to look into what the fa- the new faction does. I just I just want it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, and you're again like you're you're not spending a whole lot of money. So I mean, if you don't like one faction, you paid eight dollars for it. It's not like you spent your whole gaming budget, you know, for two months on it or something. <laughs> I do have one more that um, is a lot more than eight dollars that borders the impulse insta buy line um so i saw this marvel united game on kickstarter Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and uh i kind of looked into it a little bit but it's marvel and they're like little chibi minis and the minis really aren't necessary for the game and it wasn't cheap but they're shiny but i had to have it yeah that was probably my most recent Insta buy or not insta well i don't know impulse whatever you want to call it it was a insta pulse yeah. buy a very <laughs> a very very large moment of weakness for me that was hey, i get that one though i mean and, that game looked amazing and that was one that was like two or three days left i was like guys should i get this yeah <laughs> and, i remember there was uh, a, a, com- a comment thread where it was like guys should i get this 
And within five minutes, there's another comment. No other comments except you going, I got it. You didn't have time to reply. I just saw this comment. (laughs) I feel like my last one is similar to that. And it's a game that I went, like, I did, like, almost a 180 on it. I heard about it. And about a few hours later, I was like, oh, I'm getting it. And, like, when I heard about it, I was like, I don't know. It it was uh, was a game that kind of came – it wasn't really through the normal board game channels. It was a, uh, a pre-order that a big video game company did. Oh, I know it. And, uh-huh. and I heard about it like on a, on some forum. I was like, no. Then I went and looked at it. I was like, yes. <laughs> and, I'm, and that was Mex, and, Mex versus Minions. Uh, uh, yeah. And they only had like a certain number of slots in their pre-order, which kind of helped push me into go ahead and doing it. Uh, but seeing the game, I did. I didn't know much about it at all. But I was just like, okay, no, yep, I'll do that. <laughs> so a, I wouldn't have cool. got that game without having played your copy first. So I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good one. It was a good one. So, so well, just with these, you have any other games? Yeah, with these, with all these great stories of all these impulse buys, I feel like I need to uh, have a cautionary tale, kind of one of those warnings to the children on impulse buying. Um, I had a few dollars burning in my pocket one night, just browsing a game store. Game store on a, you know, on one of those lonely nights we do, and uh, that's when I, I saw a game highly regarded by reviewers. I uh, didn't know much about it, but I looked at it and I said, you know, I've got the cash for Lords of Zidit. <laughs> I should get that and take it off of our local game store's hands. And I got it home, and I broke out the pieces, and I was getting very excited reading the rules and excited to show it to you guys. And as we all know now, Lords of Zidit has a a very sore place among the pub, at least the four of us. <laughs> I can't yeah. speak for our extended gaming group, but for the for the core group. And uh, so as a cautionary tale for the impulse buying um, – you know, you may luck out and you may find something great or you may get something equivalent to a board game STD. So you just be really careful here um, oh, with man. impulse buying. You, uh, can... you, brought, you got both Lords of Zenith and Relic Runners. <laughs> you know, I mean, not that there's a loser or winner in this conversation. If there were, I feel like, oh man, I, I feel like my heart goes out to you. <laughs> Um, well, that's a lot of cardboard to have to I feel bad of. that I exposed others to them. I mean, that's the problem. It's not just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a recent coronavirus. It's like, you got to be safe and stop exposing people to the things that harm others. All right. <laughs> Get it yourself. It's your own problem. Uh, Keep it to yourself. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what a what a good what a good place to end because i mean we've seen some highs you can't go much lower than that at least for our group and so might as might as well call call it a, uh call it the end of the podcast there uh but yeah i, I always enjoy talking about some games even if it's lord of zit it um lord, lords of zit it but uh yeah does it so matter guess, yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't does really matter so i guess at this point uh let's go ahead and call call it a podcast there And uh, yeah, we appreciate you listening to us. Be safe. Thanks for listening to the Bub Meeple podcast. If you enjoyed our content, like and subscribe. Share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at bubmeeple.com. Our website, www.bubmeeple.com. Home to the board game ranking engine. And always remember, support your local breweries. (laughs) 